Welcome to the Rootbound Podcast, an honest plant cocktail hour. We're your hosts. I'm Emma. I'm Samara. And I'm Yelena. We're amateur plant enthusiasts, and we're here to chat about all things plants, life, and what to do when feeling rootbound. The dictionary defines rootbound as a plant having outgrown its pot so that the roots are cramped and tangled, stopping it from growing well. Sometimes we can get a little too comfortable in our nursery pots, and our lives become rootbound without even realizing it. As young women in Los Angeles, we're always looking for ways to branch out, up pot, and improve ourselves. So grab your favorite cocktail and let's get into it. Well that was fun. I love going live now. We went live. Favorite thing. We went live on Instagram. Yeah. You should follow us on Instagram if you don't. (laughs) So much happened like for a, what was it? Drinks minutes? were flying. 27 minutes. <laughs> drinks flew. Literally, drinks were flying. Math was one did not casualty. Happen. Yeah. I didn't know how to math out of 10, how to write out how of 10. Really, yeah. This drink is uh, a 8.5 out of 9. Out of 9. <laughs> rate this drink out of 10. It's 8.5 out of 9. That's not what I asked for. <laughs> oh, we had awesome. lots of we had lots of audience participation. We did. It was we great. It. it was yeah. a good yeah. time. It was a lot I think we should do that before every episode now. I think so too. Like a little happy hour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So a little yeah. twenty minute happy hour. But now it's it's Christmas time. Now it's the hour. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the hour that we actually record. Yeah. Yeah, it's Christmas time and so for our Christmas Christmas time we made a Christmas cocktail, which if you tuned mm. into our Instagram you saw us or you saw me try to make cocktails. Um, we made the uh, candy cane eggnog martini this episode, which of course in the show notes and the Instagram and the um, uh, website you'll see the recipe for this one. It uses mm-hmm. Pennsylvania Dutch eggnog, peppermint schnapps, vodka, and candy canes. Which you can effectively crush the candy canes if you whack them on the floor <laughs> in a bag. In two bags. In two bags. You gotta double bag it. You gotta double bag it, it. otherwise candy canes will rip little holes into the bag and then... And then it will be everywhere. Everywhere. Candy canes. Do you think it should have been more crushed though, or is this a good amount? I definitely think I should have crushed it more. More. Like a nice powdery dust. Like a marinating hammer thing, or was it the hammers that you hammer chicken with? uh, what? Yeah, they, they like they have little spikes. Chicken with? It's yeah. like you beat chicken, like when you put chicken in a bag and you beat it before you cook it. I've never you done this. Oh. oh, I've never put it in a bag before. It's oh. just like it's just like a metal. That sounds If you put sad. it in a bag, it's more um okay vegan. It's more, <laughs> it's more uh like uh, less messy, I guess, if mm. you put it in a bag rather than just smacking it. Oh, but same thing. We yeah. use like my muddler a little bit, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I yeah. use the muddler afterwards. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was yeah. really nice to like whack the floor with. Yeah. I started you know, beating up. This is what happened. The floor a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. I started beating these. I started like crushing up the candy canes because I was like, okay, we need this for the the rim of the glasses. And Samara just flies in there and she's like, what aggression? I want to do it. And she just starts it. whacking it. I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> it uh, it happened. I needed that exercise. I'm just letting out a little bit of anger. So hey, if you're having some stress during the holidays. Put some candy canes in a bag, two bags, and just whack it mm-hmm. on the floor, the mm-hmm. wall, your fiance, yeah. whatever you <laughs> want to do. Just go for it. Yeah. Whack some sh- stuff and then drink some alcohol. It'll yeah. be a great end to your Christmas mm-hmm. day. Yeah. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. So that's the cocktail of the episode. What's the plan of the episode? Well, our plant 
which I know a lot of people were, would probably think this is not a Christmas plant, but it's the Chinese evergreen. Yes. And why we chose the Chinese evergreen. Wait, pause. What, what? is a Chinese evergreen? That. So this? You know our silver bay? It's oh. just like a variety of the main species Chinese evergreen. Hmm. So, there's so a Chinese bunch of evergreen different... is the family, and then yeah. silver bay is like a category within Chinese so, evergreen. So we're kind of we're kind of talking about the family because Christmas is all about family here. Mm-hmm. So good job. <laughs> I love it. That was off the <laughs> noggin. That was off the dome right there. <laughs> but uh, but evergreen. I mean, evergreen makes you think of like a evergreen Christmas tree. Christmas. Christmas yeah. And when you think about Christmas, you think about Christmas trees. And how you want your Jesus. holidays to be ever And Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I'm a big fan of the Chinese evergreen. I'm a fan of my silver bay, Bertha. Mm-hmm. Although, I don't know if she likes winter very well or if we just had her in the corner because she was... Oh my gosh. She was dying. That was I think rough. I lost about six leaves. Yeah. It was bad. She's looking really sparse. Now. I do see some growth happening in which one of them. Which silver bays are supposed to be a super hardy plant, which I think they still are, but we put the silver bay in a corner that gets like no light, only artificial light. And that did not go well because then all like a bunch of the leaves, what what would you say, like 30, 40% of the leaves just started turning yellow and yeah, they were getting, getting yellow. Realty. But so I, did you cut them? I, I did end up taking them off once mm-hmm. they got really, like, shriveled up. Okay. Um, so I'm just seeing if, like, a silver bay plant doesn't like certain types of weather, like, temperature-wise. Mm-hmm. Because also we've been noticing that a lot of, like, our outdoor plants needing to be indoors because of the colder weather mm-hmm. which we were talking about that um in the first couple of epi- or in the first like two episodes of the podcast we were like we don't know necessarily how this whole winter season is gonna go what's happening with the whole like not growing season versus growing season and i feel like the cold definitely impacts plants i read that like any temperature lower than 50 percent or 50 percent 50 <laughs> degrees 50 degrees um, Fahrenheit or 40 degrees, especially most plants don't do well if they're like indoor or whatever plants. So it's definitely something to keep in mind. I feel like all the plants that are on our patio are hanging in there, but they don't look as good as they did. I mean, your avocado's got eaten by something. That's the only one that's is it, doing pretty bad. Is it eaten yeah. by, cause like I've noticed a couple of our plants having like little holes on them. But mm-hmm. Oh, there's it, more. Is it, is it bugs or is that like just a cold? I like thought, that looks like bugs. Yeah, to me. I think it's bugs. Well, one of those plants is inside right now. Oh, no, <laughs> near Stop. the doorway. All right. Well, hey, it looked like <laughs> Samara gets up. Show <laughs> Samara leaves the podcast. I don't think. Does it have those? It ha- basically, folks, what it looks like. Put it like, outside. The leaves have little holes in them. Did you didn't bug spray at first before you brought it in, right? Well, no. Uh, well, go buy all the plants next to it. There's only oh, one fiddle. Fine. One fiddle. And leaf. your um. Oh my, Miranda. Yeah, your Miranda. Yeah. 
I but don't see any bugs, though. That's the thing. Okay. No. Like, the only bugs that we have had, that we've seen inside so far, are the little flies. The little gnats. The gnats, yeah. Fruit flies? Gnats? I think they're gnats. I've definitely had a bunch of gnats in my bedroom since the colder weather or something. I don't yeah. know. I've had less. I've well, had less, I think, now. I ha- killed at least four today wow. while walking from home. How are your carnivorous plants doing with the whole... Um, one of them's not weather. doing too well, but I don't know if it's necessarily, like, the winter or cold or me just now back at work a lot and not giving it enough water and care. Mm-hmm. I have been neglecting my plants a little bit since working again. Yeah. It's been hard to keep up. <laughs> yeah. Going back to work, too, and, like, having a busy schedule makes it hard, too. Yeah. I've realized that maybe now, like... Before, when I wasn't working during, like, the whole, like, quarantine and everything, had time for all my plants. And now I'm like, shoot, working full time, I have too many plants for that. Yeah. I can't keep up. (laughs) I feel like I can keep up with all mine that are inside, but the ones that I put on the patio, I forget about all the Mm -hmm. time. During winter, because I'm not out there as much, it's a lot easier to, like, forget. Yeah, you get home from work, it's already dark, and you don't even think about anything outside. Yep. The being dark at 4 p.m. thing makes it hard to remember the outdoors. (laughs) (laughs) What is outdoors? What's what is out there? Yeah. I want to get one of those little tabletop fireplaces, though, so we can yes. enjoy the outdoors a little more while little it's cold. Warmer. Yeah, I yeah, it'll be fun. Which is hilarious because I grew up in Oregon, as we know, and it gets colder than forty degrees or whatever it is now, sixty degrees there. But I'm I've been desensitized to uh, cold weather. Okay, now. the only thing I saw as far as temperature is just be sure to keep your so. The, like, Latin word for it is eglonemas. Eglonemas. Okay. Uh, keep them away from any cold drafts as well as air conditioning or heating vents. Hmm. There wasn't a vent in that corner. No, it was probably just lack of light. Yeah. yeah. All plants need light. All people need light. It's part of, it's part of life. Anything living needs a little bit of light. A mm-hmm. little bit of hope. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. It's too bad. Someone might... I want it to look like this. Just hold on. Look at that. Oh, oh wow. Beautiful. That's gonna have like a bush. Yeah. yeah right She's now it looks like five leaves over there. <laughs> one day. One Small day. Small enough for winter. What just website was spring. that you were just on? Uh, this website is called Joy. Joy. U.S. Garden or Joy Us Garden. Okay. I don't know if it's the U.S. or if it's us. Joy Us. <laughs> Let's say thing. Joy joyous, us. like joyous? joyous. Oh, but they put but their logo. Joy in the us garden. garden. Oh, hmm. interesting. Thanks for the information. Joy us garden. I hope we're saying your name right. Chinese evergreen eglonema care and growing tips. The house plans with the fabulous foliage. Oh. Do you guys want to know a little bit more yeah, about it? Read us a blurb. So they're quintessential file cabinet and credenza plants that they use in offices for like dressing certain places if you're if you want to talk interior design mm-hmm. um just because they typically do they, they are they work in like ease and every environment um what else uh, their common use is as a tabletop plant the larger varieties are low wide floor plants with a rounded form 
I mean, mine is on the floor right now, but it looks more like a tabletop. <laughs> it's um lost some of its rounded form, but that's okay. Um, varieties. There are a lot of varieties. A yeah. sampling of these: Maria, Silver Bay, Siam Red, Emerald Beauty, Golden Bay, Romeo, and First Diamond, to name a few. Nice. I, I want Romeo. Yeah, I want Romeo. Where is Romeo, Romeo for Christmas? Like, what does Romeo look like? <laughs> I feel like. What does Romeo look what does like? Romeo? <laughs> Tell me what you look like, Romeo. Romeo, Romeo, let down your leaf. Um, I, I, uh, I feel like Chinese evergreen and um, what's that other? We've we've done it. It's another plant, but I feel like Chinese evergreen is one of those plants oh, you see in spiky. restaurants. It's a restaurant plant. Oh, oh. Romeo is spiky. I don't know how I feel about Romeo. It looks like hey. a silver bay with longer leaves. He, yeah, see, it, it, his leaves are a little more, like, edged. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Wait, I want to see this. Oh, that looks similar to one of the plants I have in my room. It's still little. Oh, oh. really? It's a little bit more, like, defined. It has, like, Ooh, a little a golden round bay? Um, dark spots. But I wonder if it's part of the same family. Maybe. Maybe. Because I actually a, don't know what it's called or anything like that. Maybe it's a Chinese evergreen. Maybe. But it's just like a variety, like a version, you know? Hmm. Yeah. I love, I like all the different versions of one. This is the, this is Golden. Hold on. Golden Bay. Yeah. Uh, it kind of just looks like the Silver Bay. I honestly don't really see a difference. They look pretty similar. Ooh, wait, go down, go down. Hmm. What is that one? This yeah, one? Right. No, oh, this, oops, this one. That, yeah. Tigress. That looks that like looks your like plant, it, right? Tigress, yeah. That looks oh, like your plant, but way smaller. Similar. I think Tigress less kind like evergreen. a scattered print, and it's more like perfect, like little round. Yeah. Instead mm. of like kind of. But it's very similar. Yeah. Ooh, what's this one? Interesting. This one? Oh, wait. I missed it. <laughs> so there are some with like a little bit of red. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the Siam Aurora. Ooh. That is so pretty. Aurora. I want all versions of a Chinese evergreen. Okay, you collect all those. I'll collect yeah. all the pothos. We need to collect yes. all pothos, all Chinese, Chinese evergreen. evergreen. <laughs> Let's go to Mickey's Mission. tomorrow. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> We're going shopping. Yeah. We're going shopping. All off work. <laughs> Everyone, we're busy. Yeah. So fun. Yeah. I think that's a great plant, and it's like, you know, a, a little bit bigger leafed plant, which Samara, you tend to lean towards. I right? like the big leafy boys. The yeah. big boys. The big leafy boys. The big leafy boys. And Elena likes the smallest the little plants ones. in the world. The I like, don't even see them. I like full plants. Like, I, I like mature like plants. like thick. Yeah, I like the thick plants. <laughs> yeah. I definitely, I, I love seeing a plant grow, but I, ugh, I get so annoyed no when it takes for forever. Yeah, I'm bored. <laughs> I'm like, ugh, like, I want you to grow already. That's true. I mean, that's why, like, pothos are great yeah. for you and that kind of thing. Yeah. Pothos, syngonium, maranta, Syngonium, pilea. so, I feel like my syngonium does not grow much at all. My syngonium has been growing like crazy. Really? Mm-hmm. hmm like the like the pink one that's in my bathroom. That's the same. That's one the that same. Yeah, that's maybe yours isn't getting enough light in there. Mine Probably not. Gets good light. Your syngonium has green in it though. Mine has 
or your syngonium has pink, and mine's just green and, like, white. Basically. So maybe it grows, it takes a little longer, because it needs more mm-hmm. light. And I also bought my syngonium more mature than, I think Yeah, that's was. true. Mine was, mine was pretty small. Yeah. And it didn't have any vining bits yet. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah. typically, syngoniums are a vining plant. Right. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. They, they segment, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do plants, when they're small, grow slower than once they're bigger, and do they, like, just grow faster as they get bigger? I would say yes. I think so. Because it's generating more light. Mm-hmm. Like, and the root the system leaves. is thicker. Like, if the root system is thicker, then it's going to produce more, yeah. you know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like that's why when you, that propagate, <laughs> when you propagate a plant and then, you're, if you propagate a plant in water, and then you put that propagated plant in soil, I feel like there's a little bit of time, like it takes a while, and then you start seeing some new growth come out, and then it's just like grow, 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 mm, grow, grow. Like grow. there's an adjustment period for it once it yeah. gets into soil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So why didn't we do the poinsettia for this right. episode? Because this is the Christmas episode. Yeah. I feel like the poinsettia is the plant that you buy at Safeway or Ralph's or something when you're going to your mother-in-law's house for Christmas dinner. You know? It's like, and I don't think it's, correct me if I'm wrong, is it actually a, is it like a plant or is it more like a, I mean flowers are plants, but is it more like a flower or is it like an indoor plant? I'm honestly not even sure what a poinsettia even is. It's definitely definitely a flower. I okay. actually just looked it up. And on the University of Minnesota's oh, uh, shout out. growing and caring for poinsettia hometown, geez. <laughs> um, it says native to Mexico, poinsettias okay. are in the euphorbia family and are a popular holiday plant because of their colorful bracts. Which are leaves. Oh, so they're leaves. Hmm. Because they have, like, reddish, like, you know, leaves. Are they, do they die? Are they seasonal? Are they year-round? That's my question. I think they're, like... It says they grow in the summer. I think they're seasonal, though. Like, I, I feel like I've never seen them. When does bloom when the days get shorter? Ooh. Oh. so What a, like, what a poetic just, plan. Yeah. Do they just die after that? I feel like they What's die after winter. I have never seen someone... Be like, here's my poinsettia, and it's just like chilling in their house. Like I feel like they all the summer. Like, yeah, yeah. I treat poinsettias like bouquets, like mm-hmm. arrangements. They're there. They're beautiful for like a week, maybe two weeks, and they're gone. Oh, here, poinsettia care after the holidays. Oh, and reblooming. Oh, okay. how can I make my poinsettia rebloom? So, so it sounds like poinsettias bloom during the winter mm-hmm. months because. Of the shorter days. Does blue mean oh. that's when they turn red? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh. So. That's why they're Christmassy. So they usually are grown as attractive green plants, but most people are interested in making their green poinsettia colorful again and ready for the holidays. This requires excluding light from the plant for a period of time while keeping the plant healthy. What? The reduction in light prevents the plant from producing chlorophyll. That makes sense. Uh-huh. The pigment that makes plant parts green. green. So this changes the bracts to red, pink, or white, depending on the poinsettia variety. Wow. That's insane. I love that. Yeah, yeah so it says, yeah. <laughs> it says, on New Year's Day, fertilize if you see new growth. Continue to provide ac- adequate light and water for prolonged bloom for several weeks. Valentine's Day. Check your plant for signs of insects. 
blah, 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 manage them. If your plant has become long and leggy, cut back to about five inches to tall to promote more compact growth. Mm. St. Patrick's Day, prune off faded leaves, blah, blah, blah. It's kind of just like, there's like a, throughout the year. Then fall equinox, starting on or near September 21st, give the plant 16 hours of uninterrupted darkness. Wow. What? Okay, metaphor. Metaphor. Darkness. (laughs) So in the holidays, we need to be like poinsettias and give ourselves 16 hours of darkness so that we can fully bloom. Um, I'll just sleep. <laughs> yeah. Hibernate. Sometimes you but, need a rest after the summer. Oh, gosh. I need that badly. I mean, that's kind of how I feel about the winter, too. It's like, I need that, like, time of darkness and rest to then bloom in the new year. In the spring and mm-hmm. stuff. I feel like that's... The, the poinsettia is the CEO of self-care. It's the plant of self-care at this point. It's like, yeah. I need my time alone, please, so that I can fully show myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why we need two weeks off for Christmas. None of this... Three days off. Normalize Christmas break in America. Through after New Year's. Yeah. I'm just like hoping after Christmas until New Year's is like somewhere in there I need that 16 hours of darkness. Yeah. I need my 16 hours of darkness please. I'll be ready for work after And this is what it says. Put the plant in a closet. (laughs) Basement. Or under a box. Can under you, a box? Can y'all just shove me in a closet after Christmas, please? We're like, you'll learn a happy holiday. You go might stay in the closet. Have we've had a couple of these. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just put her in there with some snacks, some cheese and crackers, and some vodka. We'll oh, and Netflix. Netflix. And Netflix. Yeah. Shit's Creek. Yeah. Shit's Creek, yes. <laughs> so, then, after that, maintain night temperatures in the low 60 degrees. So, not only... Does it need darkness, but it also needs cold. Interesting. So stick it outside. This is where you lost me. No, this is where you put it outside under a box. Under... (laughs) I'm all about the 16 hours of darkness, but when you say cold weather, I'm about... I'm about to run out of I mean, 60 (laughs) degrees is not, like, so cold. That's true. That's, like, winter... Here. Degrees. Uh, Yeah. I mean, we're hitting the high 70s right now, but... But I mean, during the nights, or at least. <laughs> during the like, night. Yeah, nighttime gets cold. Yeah. Oh, it, well, it says, yeah, maintain night temperatures oh, okay. below 90. So, during the day. So, it sounds like poinsettias could be annual. Yeah. That's good you to know. You just have to take care of it. It won't be probably colorful mm-hmm. during the year. Mm-hmm. But then, once you start giving it less and less light during the winter months, then by Christmas, your poinsettia will be renewed. I, are they And then a, you can start the cycle all over again after the new year. Do Okay, so how do poinsettias create new growth? That's my question. Because if they're a type of plant that you can propagate by, you know, cutting off at a node sort of situation, putting it in water and putting in more, then that's a really cool plant that if you're willing to put in the work to put it in a pot, grow it, and then you can so, propagate it and give it out for people for Christmas. It mm. does say you can transplant plant. So in late spring or early summer, transplant your poinsettia into a larger container or into a part sun garden bed. So that way, once you transplant it, it should grow more. But definitely, it says in late spring, transplant it. Transplant it. So make it, like, you can either, transplant could mean separating it, Mm-hmm. You know? And Here, wait, let me see if I can find Propagating by separation? Propagate poinsettia. So you can propagate by separation, or you could just put it into a mm-hmm. bigger pot, probably. 
Gardening know-how. Propagating poinsettias. Learn about poinsettia plant propagation. This is, of course, all accessible on the internet. Of course, we could have done this research before, but we're doing it live now. And that's so, what makes it fun. Really, just says you can get poinsettia plants either by cutting, pla- I mean, planting seeds or by rooting a poinsettia cutting. So, mm. by division sort mm. of thing. Okay. So, yeah, you can propagate by division. That's really cool. I want to see a poinsettia. Okay, on. Okay, start up. Personally, me looking at a poinsettia, I'm like, meh, whatever. Kind of looks like a grandma plant. No offense. But a green poinsettia, I might be interested in. That might be kind of cool. I mean, yeah, what do they look like? You know, like, what does a green poinsettia look like? Because when you give them as gifts or whatever... Or, or something like this, kind of the, oh like, my gosh, slightly that's variegated. Beautiful. Wow. Screenshot, screenshot. Okay, I did. For the show notes. We'll show you it's guys. It's like green with a little bit of red, a little bit of yellow. That oh my gosh, really that's pretty. Beautiful. Also, that's I want really that. I like that too. I like that one. Lemon lime green. Or yeah. Lemon yeah, lemon. it's like yeah. a lemon lime poster. So this yeah. is what they normally look like. Okay. They're really pretty. But I'll be honest, they sound I like, do like way too much work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They they are high maintenance. This like this kind of looks like bluish. Looks like a yeah. um, Cebu blue pothos. Yeah, color. I do like the white too. I love I like, like red white is my anything. least favorite version of Me them. Me too. I had Which no idea. White red. red. Oh red. Like yeah. all the other ones look so pretty. I had no like, idea there were different varieties. I love their white variety. <gasps> what? Uh, okay, wait. Okay. I feel like I've seen those. How in do weddings. you get the white? <laughs> I feel like I've seen the white ones. No in weddings light before. for. 48 hours. <laughs> no light for two weeks straight. <laughs> yeah. You turn super white if you just don't experience light. Or is it too much? More light makes you white. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It, using tanning as a basis for knowledge. If you have more sun, then you would develop more color. What if you just spray tan? That's different. That we don't spray. Tan Does that apply to plants? plants. <laughs> you know those like blue plants at Home Depot that are like oh, you're like scared yeah, yeah. for them. You're like, are They're you like having? Blue, are you okay? Pink, yeah. Yellow or like yellow's not like but you know what I mean. If Gold. you're buying those, don't buy them. Yeah. <laughs> They're not going to do well. No. Yikes. That's super interesting. I had mm. no idea that poinsettias could be so complex. I was just like, meh, another grandma. Now I want one. Plant. Yeah. Like, before, I think it's also the pot that they're in. Why are they always in that crinkly mylar, uh, like, tissue paper? Mm-hmm. Like, I, yeah. I don't understand. That shiny. It. It's like, they take the pot like, and then they vacuum they wrap seal this, like, shiny. Like foil. Yeah, yeah, foil, yeah. It's not cute. Mm-mm. Whoever's doing that, stop doing that. Do you want to know the ultimate guide to poinsettias? Oh my gosh, what website is this? Ambious. Okay. Dot com. Do you want to know some fun poinsettia facts? All right, fun poinsettia facts. Go. The United States economy receives more than $250 million from poinsettia sales alone, primarily in the six weeks leading up to Christmas. No way. Poinsettias are the highest selling potted plant throughout Canada and the United States. California, California produces more poinsettias than any other state in the U.S., what? Go California. Okay. Showing up. Happened. Showing up for the plant. I kind of want to be a poinsettia farmer. <laughs> oh my gosh, imagine. <laughs> That'd be cool. so fun. We should have like a little like trellis or whatever of poinsettias in the front of our porch. Yeah. Get ready for next Christmas. Yeah. Make some money. We should yeah. work on our poinsettia care. Mm-hmm. Poinsettia farm. 
Honesty uh, now. Studies estimate that 80% of poinsettia sales are made by women. That makes okay, sense. Okay, we get it. There are over 100 poinsettia varieties. What? Poinsettias aren't always red. They can be pink, white, burgundy, and even marbled. We oh, have, we learned tonight. We Blew our mind. That. Um, that was a last fact. Um, That's awesome. We should get some poinsettias. End of story. Get a poinsettia. Yeah. They are They're pretty cool. Pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> It's weird, though, because they like cooler temperatures, but they're very intolerant of frost. Hmm. So you should bring them inside when temperatures drop below 50 degrees. That's what I was saying. That's what I was reading about this so whole So California winter. makes sense. Yeah. If, it, if your temperature drops... With, I read this on Plantarina, I think. If the place that you live drops below 50 degrees in the winter or spring, you should bring your plants inside, which means you need to debug them and spray them in, like, the end of fall time and then find a spot for them inside. So we're running a little late on that. Which is a lot of work, and I'm sorry to the plants outside that are (laughs) doing their best. But we have a wandering Jew, two wandering Jews Mm -hmm. out there that are doing well. Almost everything is okay. I did have a propagated silver satin out there that was just, like, another one that I did, and all of its leaves are yellow. So... I should probably spray that and bring it inside. Mm-hmm. I should probably spray my plants, too. Yeah. Honestly, we should spray them all. I have a couple I need to bring inside. Yeah. You oh. you found the um, spider spray at Home Depot, right? Mm-hmm. It's called Home Defense? Home Defense. Okay. I could be wrong. I think that's what it's called. Okay. Yeah. Finding the right type of spray is hard because we have the horticultural oil that we got from that we yeah did it work from, I don't know recommend recommended from Plantarina no. I don't know if we use if it was potent enough or if maybe she's on the East Coast and her nursery's in Florida so I don't know if they have different types of bugs than we do here mm. in California we should and, try it again yeah yeah I want to like experiment a little bit more with debugging sort of materials because. The one that you have is great for spiders. It, like, kills them within, like, 30 seconds. As soon as it touches them, in 30 seconds, they'll be on the floor dead. I love it. Which, if you didn't know, friends of the Rootbound Podcast, Yelena has a deafening fear and phobia of spiders. And so, hatred. And hatred. Very strong hatred. I do not hate anything else in the world as much as I hate spiders. It's a detesting... <laughs> Um, fire within her yeah. that any spider should die in hell. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> if she says home defense is good, home defense is yeah. good for you. Yeah. And it does, as people. far as I know, it has not affected any of our plants. Yeah. Because I have, like, accidentally. I try to avoid spraying it on the plants as much as I can. Mm-hmm. But obviously, like, I will sometimes, like, get the big monstera mm-hmm. or, like, you know, it'll get on things and doesn't yeah. And I may have accidentally sprayed a cat with it before, <laughs> and it seemed to have oh made a fire. I mean, I haven't seen the cat since, but yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. Oh my gosh. Guys, we have a lot of stray cats in our neighborhood, <laughs> and Samara may have killed one of them. It so. was a scary one, though. Might have wanted it. Was it was a demon one. No, oh, the, the demon. demon. With, like, oh. the yellow demon oh, eyes. and like was scary. Yeah. Should have left that. I haven't seen it since part out. But... <laughs> I mean, I, I'm sure it's around. Hope you're yeah, doing well. If it doesn't affect the plants, I'm sure the cat's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Wow. I think um, my mom actually did, like, 
spray a plant with it that was covered in ants. Mm. And then, like, after a little bit, once it killed the ants, washed it off and it was fine. That is good to know. Because mm-hmm. ants, I, I mean, thankfully. We I just had really ants dealt- in my bathroom. You did? Oh, yeah. No. Um, they come out of, so I live on the second floor. Uh, my, be- my bedroom's on the second floor. And ants, I've noticed this year and last year, coming into my bathroom. What are they so, after? You should spray that stuff on them. Well, I have Raid. I, okay. I bought Raid last year and um, Ant Killer thing. So I, they come out of little holes from somewhere, like the edges of my tub. Mm-hmm. Last year they came out of like the, not the drain, but like the one spout where like mm, if you like extra a exit wa- excess water like drains oh, away. Yeah. They were coming out of that. So, last year, because I didn't have Raid, I was using, like, baking soda and water and vinegar to try to, like, mm-hmm. drown them out. But this year, I just used Raid, um, and it killed them. But mm-hmm. I don't get it. Like, Do you know where they're going? Like, I, think, the I think they just want warmth because they were just, like, in my bathroom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, trailing in my bathroom. But I, mean, I killed them all. We had such time. a hot summer with those, like, over 105 whatever degree days. Mm-hmm. Like, and now it's dropping to, what, like, 50s or 40s mm-hmm. at night, you know? It makes sense yeah. that they're trying to come inside. I mean, it happened the same thing during the winter months last year. Mm, that's insane. Mm-hmm. People so. always say, like, if you re-caulk your bathtub or if you, like, make some adjustments, you know, that they won't come in, but... They'll find I mean, their do way. Yeah. yeah. They'll do their thing. But I, that's funny that you just said that because I was about to say, like, well, we haven't had a problem with ants, but you had ants. Well, I'm oh. surprised that they're and in your bathroom and, like, not in our kitchen. Yeah. How does that make any sense? Maybe they are and we just haven't noticed it yet. <laughs> I mean, where we'll would they find them? Like, I got yeah. marshmallows and chocolate and my... Yeah, <laughs> ants love sugar. I just don't know how they crawl all the way up to the second floor. I mean, ants are workers, man. To get inside. They can walk on walls. They can walk on ceilings. Gosh, like... Gravity, psh, yeah. Forget what about it. They're coming up from basically like where our door mm-hmm. is. Then they, that yeah, they can crazy. get like inside the walls and everything. Yeah, I remember when I like growing up, my family's house, like the kids, me, my brother, my sister, the three of us all shared a bathroom growing mm-hmm. up, and that bathroom would get ants in it, and mm. so would our kitchen. Our kitchen would get ants. All I don't the time. remember ants growing up, but I remembered ladybugs. Do you no remember, way! Like in the fall, you had a lot of ladybugs. We, we never had, had that. Ladybugs are what? What are like the mean ladybugs? The yellow like, ones? Yeah, they're like called like June bugs. Um, June ladybugs. June bugs are huge no, and massive. There was another what name. Ladybugs are. Aren't ladybugs poisonous? Technically, really? They they look nice for their predator or something like that, but if they're eaten by certain insects, they're technically poisonous. I never heard of that. Yeah. Oh, Asian beetle, I think, is just the is other there a name for them. Asian, Asian beetles? Is that just beetle. another name for a ladybug? See, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I'm sure there's many varieties of ladybugs as well. <gasps> New Zealand has blue ladybugs. Whoa! Which is one oh, of so the reasons I want to go. There are ladybugs, and then there's Asian lady beetles. And they're oh. more aggressive. They sometimes bite. What? They invade homes. So that's oh what we would gosh. get. Wow. Um, so they have more dots on their backs. Yeah, and they're more and like, yellowish. Ew. Or white on their face. Gross. I've yeah. never heard of that. Me and either. then they leave an odor or a yellow fluid. Like sometimes if you would pick it up, 
Oh. Like, it would walk around and it would like leave a yellow. I little just thought that was them peeing on you. Me too. Because <laughs> normal but, ladybugs, you hold them and they'll pee on you. Yeah. Little yellow dots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but they you would invade your house. Asian. We would always have them in our like front, pat like not patty our front uh, entryway, and they oh. would be like lining <gasps> the floor and wow. the walls. Wow. No wonder disgusting. you don't like bugs. And then we lived in the studio I know, with growing, roaches. Cro- growing like, up, I <laughs> hated bugs. Like, yeah. the first time I visited my sister in Santa Barbara, and, like, of course, you're outside more, mm-hmm. and there are just more insects, mm-hmm. I would, like, freak out and scream at every little thing that moved. Like, <laughs> oh, gosh. I don't know. I think I was plucking, what are those little orange, like, fruit things that fruit flies? That no 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 they're 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 fruits that come from trees. Oh, like Kumquats the tomatoes or something. Kumquats? That sounds right. Yeah, kumquats. I was like picking some because my sister I think had a kumquat tree in her backyard, and I saw a spider and just immediately flipped out and ran inside and just <gasps> never came out like the rest of the <laughs> oh day. Gosh. I think I was twelve or thirteen. Sounds um, like an appropriate reaction. I'm sure my sisters will remember like me yeah. when I was younger, like hating bugs and like yeah even mowing the lawn would be hard sometimes because like if anything landed on me I would like probably let go of the lawn it would like run over no. something. Oh, no. runs over the dog runs so, over yeah. my neighbor's cat oh my gosh oh and bees like being deathly afraid of bees I would get so scared like I loved sitting out in my patio at home reading a book and sometimes my dog would be out there with me, and then I would like, <laughs> if a bug landed on me, and my dog would like run up to me and be like, Are you okay? Oh. But yeah, that's I, hate, I, hate I remember when I barely knew you and we lived in a studio apartment together, and there were roaches everywhere, and you would be like, ah, A roach! And you'd like smash it and flush it and like <laughs> run around like, There's roaches everywhere! And you're like turning like hot water, like pouring like spray. Like, I think though. Buying all the d- bug spray, and I was like, What is going on? Is that. That was, like, necessary for my character development. <laughs> what did I say? You got over your fear I think of bugs. Over you can't, like, is it called arachnophobia when you're afraid of spiders? Yeah. yeah. And they're, like, arachnophobia training is to expose you slowly yeah. to spiders. Yeah. So you're just, you're just like, point, exposed just to like, roaches. Hey, hey, Jeff, like, what's up? What's up, Billy? What's up, I remember. Just there? We just named, named your roaches. We named the roaches. We're like, hey, Jeff, hey, Greg, whatever. How's your family doing? How, how are Don't you? Don't worry, they'll die in the next fumigation. We'll be killing them. We'll be fumigating your whole family. We'll be fumigating your family out of house and home. Also, house and home. House and home, we learned. This week, we learned that eating someone out of their house and home is the phrase. But well, house and home are the same it's thing. It's repetitive. House and home. We ate Why out of house, house and home. Isn't that weird? Have you ever heard that phrase? House and home. I've never those heard are the synonyms. It's oh. a, yeah. It's like an actual saying. So like if you have like a out like, of house and home. If you have someone who's coming over all the time and they're always eating your food, you would say, mm-hmm. "Oh, they're eating you out of your house and home." I guess it just makes I, it more doubly like yeah. They're, they're literally so taking your home away from you. I mean, I think they're like similar, but they have different meanings. In like house, opinion. I guess, is a physical thing. Yeah, it's home like the, is like your attachment yeah. to like, it. Mm. Yeah. Like it could so just be a house. Like a food and house is like the space within it. Or like the atmosphere. The, 
I feel like that's a little like house. Like you could is, be like, living in a house, thing. but like your home is somewhere else. Like you, you're that's attached true. to a, that's true. a different place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are kind of different in a way. So they would be draining you. I don't know that. I don't understand house that and home. But yeah, I guess it is more. We spent like double the twenty impact. minutes trying to figure out like is that actually <laughs> you're, like, what it is. Googling it, like there's no way that's eating what it is. out of house and home. That's so oh. weird. maybe it's just for the extra impact. I, don't I know. think yeah. it's the emphasis. The emphasis, yeah. The emphasis. If you've seen Gad Omelais, he's a French stand-up comedian, and he's like, Americans don't even know how to pronounce their own words, and he talks about emphasis, and he's like, there's people who say emphasis, emphasis, emphasis. He's like pronouncing it different ways. What's the right way? We don't know. Oh. That's the joke. Oh. How do you pronounce emph... People say emphasis. Emphasis, I would say. Yeah. yeah. But is it emphasis? Or emphasis? Emphasis. 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 Yeah. Emphasis. I guess it's, it's on the M for the emphasis. 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 I, I felt really bad because there was some guy on our shoot the other day. His name was Tenniel, but I kept calling him Tenniel. Tenniel. Oh, that's, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I would have done the same thing. Tenniel. Tenniel. T-E-N-N-I-E-L. Tenniel. Tenniel. Yeah. Tenniel. He needs like an extra E or an extra L. Tenniel. What language is that? Is it like Middle Eastern? It it it's it I don't know if he's Chinese or Japanese. It's some kind of Asian. His last name is Chu. Oh, Tenniel. I've never heard that. It's really cool. That's a cool name. I know, I know. It's really cool. Like I'm ten, ten out of ten. We had some cool names. We had a we had a Polyus, which is really cool. Really like that. Is that Greek? Fancy. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, Polyus. What are you? All of those Smart. names sound so just yeah. like yeah. Oh, and then our lead man was Ash, and his last name was like really cool. And he was um, he was um, what's that? There's a lot of them in Glendale. Armenian. Armenian. Yeah. <laughs> He's Armenian. Armenians yeah. have really cool names. They have really cool names. Yeah. I've always loved the name Ash. Like as like because I've heard because Pokemon. I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, I've never, I've never met someone that's like actually named Ash. It's always yeah. been like nicknames. Well, because their name's name like Asher Ashton. or Ashton or Asher. Yeah. Or yeah. But like Ash. Like Ashton could be yeah. so cool. Well, now you have two names on your list of boy names for I the future. I don't know if I could actually. Dash and Ash. Dash and Ash. Dash and Ash. It's the male twins. Okay. All you would be doing as a mom oh is Dash. Gosh. I mean Ash. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <it's so> <laughs> Sure. Uh, Dash. I don't know what your name is. All right, if Pick I have your backpack, we're going to school. Dashel and Ashton. I hate the name Dashel. Okay, da- okay. scary. Honestly, da- I like Dashel, but also Ashton makes you sound like you're a Midwestern, like, redneck. Really? Like, Dashel and Ashton. When like- I was in high school, there were two twins. I don't remember the other twin's name. But they were identical boy twins, and one of them's name was Asher. And I thought his name was really Asher cool. Asher is I, cool. Okay, I do like But Asher. then it's like A-S-H-E-R. Mm-hmm. I would just name the kid Ash at that point. Just I feel like the nickname better. Mm-hmm. Like, But if you, you know, don't pronounce it with enough sh, it's a ass. Ash. 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 <laughs> What's your name, Ash? <laughs> like the French would be like, Ash. All right, Asto. <laughs> <laughs> rough. <laughs> so rough. That's rough. Sorry, I'll cut that out. It's, it's fine. We're already 
associating Yelena's kids to her boyfriend's Yelena is in a very serious relationship (laughs) and we have too much fun. It's fine. Yeah, we have bets. We have bets. Bets Bets have been placed on their relationship. But, you know, that's personal. (laughs) Anyways. Do we get to the heart of this episode? Yeah, what is the heart of this episode? Wait, we haven't even hit the heart? No. No. Oh. We've been gabbing about plants and drinks. Are we root bound? (laughs) (laughs) Why did you say it like that? Root bound. (laughs) I don't know, Russian aunt about to hem your wedding dress. (laughs) You're too fat and too tall. So this is our Christmas episode. That's why we had the whole eggnog candy cane. I'm cocktail. wearing a sweater. And Samara's wearing a sweater. <laughs> Great it participation, says, sweetie. It says treat your elf. <laughs> it says treat yourself. Okay. What are the self It's like a fun little elf. Okay, well. If I wore black leggings and stood in front of a black backdrop... You would tell that I what? <laughs> I wish the arms like connected to your sleeves, you know. Wait, Why does are this there elf not have arms? arms? No, no he doesn't have arms. arms. Oh, he doesn't have the arms. The elf in your sweater is armless. Oh, we know he does have a hand holding the candy cane, but that's it. Wait, where? Christmas this? sweaters confuse me. Yeah, this? that's his hand. That's coming out of his butt. <laughs> that's like his hand, like wrapping around the like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna hold my own candy cane. <laughs> okay, enough over there. <laughs> Anyways, folks. Anyways. The heart of this episode is talking about Christmas and traditions. And why this year sucks. Sorry, Jesus. <laughs> this year is a little bit rough because some people, especially those who have Christmas traditions that are going out and seeing yeah. the world and doing things... All that's Ugh. canceled. 2020, we know. 2020, canceled. canceled. 2021, canceled. Could also be canceled, but we're not speaking that into existence. Let's just hope it's the first quarter of the year. Yeah, first yeah, quarter. You know no one cares about January, February, even though it's all of our birthdays. March is, you know. <laughs> March right. is when we march right. into 2021. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It started in March, it ends in March. That's what I'm talking about. Raise a glass. That's what I'm talking about. All of our glasses are oh, yeah. <laughs> I know, I'm trying to hold this ship together. Okay, but we're still doing Mexico trip February. We'll try. Maybe. Unless I'm working. (laughs) Unless uh, I'm poor. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) We'll make it happen. Mexico is 20. Unless the borders are closed, but we'll make it happen. Margaritas all around. Margaritas in California, basically the same thing as Mexico. It's fine. We'll make it work. But, yeah, here's the thing. Christmas traditions. Do you guys have them? Um, yes. My, I feel like we only have really one kind of tradition. Is it Russian? I'm so excited. No, it's not even Russian. We make tamales. What? On Christmas? Mm-hmm. Oh. That's yeah. a Spanish food. I know. I don't, we, like, Mexico 2021. Mexico Christmas. If you're Spanish, we're just appreciating you. We're not offended. We love Dude, your culture. tamales. Tacos are my so favorite food. El Tejano. I love uh, it. It's Tex-Mex, but so you know, those you. Texas-Mexico yeah. Mexican <laughs> Situation. <laughs> the fusion food is where it's at. I was recommended by a friend of mine who we, I, I mean, I really hope that she joins us on the podcast at some point because she's like a plant expert, but she recommended this Persian 
Mexican taco place, and we have to go. Where is this? What is this? It's close by. It's like on Burbank or something. Oh. Yeah, we need to check it out. Anyway. Great. So you make tamales on Christmas? Yeah, on oh, Christmas no. Day, my mom will like prep all the How do you stuff. make tamales? You take the, um, They look so weird. You take a corn thing. husk. Yeah, you take the corn husk. How do you get a corn husk? You, you buy it. strip a corn. No, you can buy them already. Oh. Uh, like, just in a package, and then you huh. soak them. Okay. Um, I, my memory is awful, so. How do you this say your mom's name? Super wrong. Um, Tatiana. Tatiana, help. Yeah. <laughs> well, she preps Show us all how to stuff. make knowledge. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Yes. Um, what is it called? Masa? Something like that? Or the, okay. The, the doughy stuff? Yeah, Something yeah. Something like that. It's huh? very unique, like, specific. Is it, like, yeah. corn? I don't know. Corn? Corn yeah. I feel like it's made out of corn. White girls make tamales. Help us. I don't know. I just follow the what my mom says to do. Okay. <laughs> For sure. Okay. Yeah, and then yeah, you well, lay I that out on the corn husk. because it's a corn husk, so I... That may be like the flour was. It might be with corn, maybe. Yeah. That sounds right. Isn't corn flour a thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I feel like you're right. I think it is. So Something you have like the that. corn husk. Yeah, then you, you lay the, the corn husk down, or it's like soaking in water dough. for a bit. Then you lay it down. You put the the dough thing, and then you like, I don't know. You yeah, you like lay it flat in like a little rectangle thing, and then you put the meat in there, and then you wrap it up. Some there's like a specific way to wrap it, kind of. And then you do a little tie thing, and then you. Stick them all in a little pot thing, and then you huh. steam them. Cool. I think. Wow. Yeah. That's so fun. Mm-hmm. That sounds really fun. That's a cool yeah. tradition. So after we, like, we'll have breakfast, we'll open presents, and then we'll make tamales, and then, like, I don't know, play games or mm-hmm. just hang out for a bit, and then while they cook, and then we'll have lunch together. And then we have, like, is it, like, a liner or a lunch? Mm. Like, it's it's not quite dinner, and it's not quite lunch. Yeah. yeah. It's Christmas, I feel like... Food is always at like two p.m. Right, like it's yeah. never full. Like we have a late breakfast or something. Yeah. Oh, well, keep keep talking. I have a tradition what? now that now oh, that no, you mentioned food. Yeah, that, that's, like, that's, that's like tradition. the only tradition really okay. that we have. Okay. Kind of. Our tradition is making lefsa. Have you guys ever had? I've heard you talk of it. about. I've oh. ate it. I ate it at Whitney's. I think. Oh. What is this? Remind me. Okay, talk about it. Talk about it. Lefsa. Samara's dabbing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All Lefsa. over the place. Is it 2012. <laughs> Lefsa. I'm, no, this is like a. She's oh, still a dabbing. Shush goes over the crowd. Okay. Shush. And she's still dabbing. <laughs> so. Okay, let me just make sure. So Lefsa is a Norwegian. Bread. Okay, it's a oh, soft, flat yes. bread. Yes, I've ate it before. You have to get, like, special equipment to make lefsa. You need, like, a big, wide grill-looking thing. Like a wok? A, a flat griddle as well. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and then special tools. There are these long wooden sticks for, like, rolling it over. And you need special rolling pills Pins, sorry, special rolling pins that have grooves in them. Oh, to like hmm. flatten it out. Cool. So this is what it looks like. We'll it's put it in the show just flat oh. bread. It kind of looks like a crepe, and it's on. It's literally just made out of flour, butter, milk, or cream. Crepe. Hmm. Um, but it's like so flaky and delicious. Like pie dough. Like it, it's pie? like. Yeah, it's not really like a crepe because crepe is more eggy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but this doesn't have any egg in it. So okay. it's just like floury but soft, like melts in your mouth goodness. Wow. So 
Sometimes we make it for Thanksgiving. This year we didn't. It's usually always a Christmas dish. Okay. Like, my mom has her special recipe. Now my sister, Whitney, has, like, all this equipment for it as well. So okay. we're making it then. So that's, like, a, always a fun tradition just because, like, it's, like, a two-person task at yeah. least because, like, someone's rolling it out and then someone <laughs> is, like, s- like scooping up the lefsa, like, rolling it out onto the griddle and then you have to, like, put the stick under and flip it over. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so it's definitely, like, a team effort. Situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. We That's usually fun. always have, like, a inner pajamas making lefsa Aww, on Christmas. fun. Yeah. So you do that on Christmas Day? Um, or new, I mean, yeah, usually Christmas Day. Okay. Yeah. And then another tradition, talking about Christmas Eve, typically, because there's so many kids in our family, mm-hmm. we do a Christmas exchange, like, num- like name exchange. Mm-hmm. So earlier in the year, or earlier in the year, earlier in the month, everyone draws from, like, a hat mm-hmm. to get, like, who they're getting presents for. Mm. Um, and then... Typically, those presents we open on Christmas Eve. Oh. And then Christmas uh, presents from Santa we open Christmas Day. Okay. So, that's another little tradition. Hmm. Although, this year I'm getting presents for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so, I have no money. Yeah. No, my money's gone. I spent all my money on Christmas <laughs> Do, um, so how did your family do, like, Santa Claus? Because there's five kids in your family. So did the oldest figure out Santa Claus, and then did they have to, like, play the game? Like, what happened? We definitely, I feel like we always had Christmas until I was at an age where I was like, Christmas isn't, like, Santa isn't real. Like, that's <laughs> When did you figure out Santa wasn't real? I was probably, like, nine or ten. You okay. Know, I, was, I was a little older. Youngest child. But, <laughs> the, yeah, so, and then as the youngest child, I was always the one to have to dish out the presents. Oh. So they'd be like, all right, Samara, go get the presents and yeah. give them to all the kids. Um, but now we have a nephew in the family, so it's his job Perfect. to be like, all right, Charlie, nice. go find a present for Auntie Samara or Aww. Auntie Doss. Or Auntie Doss. Uncle Dossine. And, yeah, so, like, having a kid in the family just makes, like, Santa renewed. Come back again. to life again. Yeah. 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 Which mm. is really cute. Cool. I love it. I really like that. Yes. Because I love Santa. I, even though I know he's not real, it's just, like, the fact that there's this, like, I don't know. It's sort of, like, connecting theme. to your inner child. Like, if we're talking about Enneagram here, like, connecting to your inner child and that, like, innocence you only yeah. have for so long. And then you're like, meh, the real world is happening and my parents are Santa Claus and everything yeah. sucks. But it's fine. We'll work and make some money and do our best. But the the whole like Santa Claus thing in my family, I figured out Santa Claus when I was very very young because mm-hmm. I recognized the handwriting on all the presents mm-hmm. and I was oh, like, yeah. my dad's oh. handwriting and Santa Claus's handwriting is the same. Santa Claus is oh, it's same. always my mom's handwriting. <laughs> okay. Like she always had the finest like cursive that I could never read, but I was like, this is clearly my mom. My dad had <laughs> cool like, hand, like my cursive. dad had like marker chicken scratches like oh, like sure. co- like cool you know like cool yeah. it's like a font in itself but I remember being like mm. I think I was like five years old ish and I was like this is fake I'm calling it now and my sibling I'm the oldest kid well, yeah you three. can't tell your kid you yeah. can't tell your younger sibling tell my sibling so my mom was like okay okay, 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 okay shut up it's <laughs> a game. Know. It's a game, but now you get to play. And I was like, D- 
deal. I was like, yes. No. I would like to be on the other side of the scene. So you'll always be like, yeah. Santa. Exactly. Wang at your mom. Like, yeah, exactly. Santa came last week. Yeah, exactly. Me at like eight years old, like my brother and sister in my room, like, I wonder what Santa's going to bring us. And I'm like, I do yeah. too, yeah. you know. So, Did you guys ever wake up at like three in the morning just to run to your tree to see? Every if, year. But, yeah. One, <laughs> no. one year, I remember, we woke up way too early. It was like three in the morning. Oh, yeah. Early. Oh, yeah. And my parents were setting up something and they oh. were down there santa's elves were working and we like kind of came down the stairs and i heard my mom be like and she like said something and we were like oh my gosh we're not supposed to be here why are mom and dad awake and we like ran back up the stairs oh, no. and pretended to be asleep and we would just watch <laughs> movies all night because we just couldn't stand the excitement oh, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we'd do all kinds of funny stuff but my family has a lot of traditions actually we do the Christmas Eve service thing, so yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah we yeah, go to like absolutely. you know, it's it's kind of traditionally Catholic where they do midnight mass, mm-hmm. but um, mm-hmm. in the like Nazarene Christian whatever traditions, they also do um, like a, a midnight service. And um, my church that I grew up in, most of the time that I grew up in, does this really fun midnight service where there's like candlelight everywhere, and oh. it's like can't mostly imagine worship. Doing a midnight service. Ugh. You go at midnight. Wow. You go at like New Year's Eve services, like where you're like in prayer at midnight. Really? I've never really? done like Christmas Eve. Midnight yeah, services. we do Christmas Eve every year. Do they so have it's like champagne 11 p.m. No, they don't have champagne <laughs> at church. No champagne <laughs> at church. <laughs> Talk about uh, communion. <laughs> no, 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 it's all communion and at the stroke of midnight. Happy New Year's communion. <laughs> no, uh, no, we do it at Christmas. They're actually, we do, we will do communion at Christmas. Uh, Eve service. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. kind of the thing you do right before the clock strikes midnight, mm-hmm. but it's all juice. Um, there's no wine involved in in my church. But it's, it's all juice. Oh, it's okay. all juice. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's early. It's not juice. It's not <laughs> like, it's only juice. No, it's, like, it's juice. It's Excuse me. I'm sorry. It's juice. Yeah, but it, it's a really fun service though because it's different than any other service you would really go. Th- two throughout the year because you you go and they talk about the church you know they talk about what's basically going on in the church and then they're just like yeah let's talk about the story of jesus like let's just go back to the story mm-hmm. and they tell mm-hmm. the story and sometimes there's kids who are like i'm joseph whatever as a kid did I had you do yeah. that were you yeah. ever part of the, the christmas nativity scene? i was oh my yeah. gosh always part of the time. nativity scenes but i remember our church always trying to do like a new thing where there would be like <laughs> I don't know where these they got these scripts from, but it was like modern family mixed with like the <laughs> Mary and Joseph, oh, no. like what? all right, kids gather around, and Let's now there's a narrator, fresh. and like oh, gosh. it was it was so oh. weird, like yeah, but also kind of cool because it just fun. it was different every year. But I definitely yeah. remember being like a narrator and having to sit and like so little Billy asked his mom if Santa was real and she said no but Jesus is why we're here tonight and then it would be like the nativity scene do, 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 do. Like, yeah it's, it's, it's pretty cute it's cute it's like very prompted very scripted vibes yeah but that's okay there are some interesting scripts the church I was at just stuck to like the traditional like oh sure yeah they recycled the same. It was the same thing every, every, year. every yeah. year. Yeah, I was, was an angel. Joseph and Mary. Yeah. <laughs> I was an angel oh every single I year. I always wanted to be an angel. I think I was an angel like once or twice. No. I always. I never was the angel because they're like, you look too old. Like you will be the narrator. I never got to be Mary. 
Oh my never gosh. got to marry. What the heck? I never got to be married. And I always wanted to be married with my crush, who would be Joseph. Right. <laughs> okay, let's be honest. You're in that nativity scene, and you just want to be casted the proper role with your church crush. Yeah. yeah. I remember like, my oh church my gosh, crush was theme. Joseph, and I was like, why am I not married? You're like, I'm just a stupid angel with five million eyeballs, and like... <laughs> Be not afraid. At least you didn't have to be a lamb. <laughs> oh yeah, that was all the little kids, like the little baby kids. Were you a lamb? I think it was a shepherd oh. once. I don't oh, really a remember. Shepherd. Yeah. Wow. Women just, empowerment. I know. My, my church never did female shepherds. Yeah. Wow. Same gender roles. That's what happens when you raise like non-denominational like, like, hipster male angels. Whoa. Churches wow. get on that. Let's do it. Gabriel. In the church. Gabriel was an angel. He was a man. Or were they gender <laughs> What are angels? Are they men? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't they know. must be. Gabriel's. Uh, yeah. That's true. They must be. Yeah. But I, and yeah, maybe. I, I mean, angels aren't human. So no. it's not like yeah. they're within the scope There's of like, like spirits basically human genitals I've seen a lot of those like great drawings of them like covered in wings and eyeballs and they're just yeah. terrifying oh yeah. Yeah. yeah be not afraid yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very scared I will not be sleeping for yeah. 10 to 12 years oh, yeah man oh gosh but, but our image of them is just like <laughs> Pretty little females. Yeah, pretty females. Wearing the little hair. There's no room at the end. It's okay. We have a nice straw bed. Yeah. So anyways, we do that. (laughs) (laughs) But before the Christmas Eve service, because we have to stay up all night. Like, you know, it's a, a late situation, Christmas Eve. Yeah. So we always try to convince my mom and my dad to open presents early before Christmas Eve service. To which my mom says, talk to your father. And my dad says, well, we probably shouldn't. I don't know. And it's like a constant going back thing. Mm-hmm. And then we never get to open any. Mm. So we do puzzles with my grandparents sometimes. Oh, I love puzzles. Which is really fun. Really fun. We got a puzzle but going right now. We do. Yeah. It's very cozy. <laughs> but one thing that my family has done since I can remember is we also have a dish. We hand make pasta noodles Christmas Eve before the service Mm -hmm. and we make like a we boil eggs we have green onions and there's like this beefy saucy situation in the crock pot along with our handmade noodles we have these like Chinese noodles Mm. every single Christmas Eve oh yeah you mentioned Chinese noodles yep Chinese noodles what what is that different than just like I think it's the type of cut so oh. it's, it's similar to a spaghetti noodle, basically the, the cut of it, um, but it's a very team effort sort of thing. So mm-hmm. you have to have, we have like a KitchenAid, and the KitchenAid has like attachments onto the top right. that roll, so we make the dough by hand, we roll out the dough, so we have to do like multiple rounds to flatten it, and then we have a cutter, so we take off that attachment from the KitchenAid, and we put on a new attachment, and we roll the dough through the cutter, and there has to be someone who has sticks, and they like handle the noodles mm. and then we put them on drying racks and they dry for like two hours oh, cool. and then we boil them and then we make all the little fixings that go in and we put them in different pots and then everyone serves himself up some some Chinese noodles and then we sit down and we have our Chinese noodles and we finish the puzzle or whatever tell stories about our life and then we go to church after that so it's a really fun, cool tradition. And every single year, me and my brother and my sister, we try to convince our parents to let us open up presents. <laughs> they usually say no. 
But then on Christmas Day, my mom goes ham, literally, and we have, like, the Christmas ham, we have the, you know, we have the green beans, we have the roll, my mom makes handmade rolls, like, she does the whole smorgasbord of stuff, which is amazing, and one year, I think it was two years ago, or one year ago, it's kind of become a tradition as me and my siblings have grown up, we will play poker for Mm. Christmas presents, Mm. so we'll sit around a poker table. Of course, we're playing, like, penny poker or M&M poker or whatever, so we're not playing, like, money. We're just playing for the game. And whoever wins the round, we either open a present that's from them or they have to open a present. So they decide if you win. Oh. And it's a really fun, like, we just enjoy, my family enjoys playing board games and card mm-hmm. games, especially mm-hmm. card games and stuff, so mm-hmm. we try to, like, put that in to the yeah. whole Christmas mm-hmm. experience. So we have a lot of traditions. Oh, and when we decorate the tree, we have to listen to Luther Van Ross's Christmas album. That's also part of the tradition. You know what that is? The Mistletoe Jam guy. Yeah, I love that yeah. song. Yeah, it's a good song. Just from hearing it that one time, I love yeah. it. Oh, yeah. That was the one about kissing. On the, the Mistletoe Jam, you got it, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, re- I slightly I remember. Like to party all night. Yeah. 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 That's so song. cool. Yeah. Making the homemade noodles. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. And it's my great-grandma Anna Emma's recipe. So it's Aww. who I'm named after. It's her recipe. That's so cool. Yeah. I love how we all have, like, making food. Mm-hmm. We have, like, a food Like, one very food specific. Item. Yeah. I feel like that's something that, like, you know, everyone loves food. They love to eat. So it's, yeah, like, yeah. something that brings people together. Like, make it together and then eat it together. Yeah. I love it. Are there traditions from your families that you want to continue... In later generations? Lefsa, yes. You're going to make Lefsa with your I want to make Lefsa mm-hmm. all the time. Well, I definitely want to continue the food thing. I don't know if yeah. I'd stick to, like, tamales. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love tamales, but I'd be fine with changing it up with something else. But, like, I love the idea mm-hmm. of, like, mm-hmm. everyone getting together to make, like, a team effort type of food. Make yeah. sushi. Ooh. Ooh, Christmas sushi? But in Canada. Just because you got me on that Asian. Christmas family sushi. What? You oh, need to make this spam wasabi. I know. Like, whatever this I is. Have all, I've had all the ingredients for, like, ever, and I have not made them. At the beginning of quarantine. No, when you first that moved in. That could be our tradition. <gasps> our Christmas fam wasubi. Okay, I don't know what fam wasubi is, but oh, I'm slowing down. I like oh, yeah. sushi. I like it. Let's do it. It's, it's not sushi, not but. not sushi. Yeah. I like it's Asian. rice and spam, but yeah, well. I don't know about spam, but we could make. Yeah, we'll, we'll make it. It'll be great. Yeah. Ooh. I've had, like. Don't they make it at, uh, there's, like, a chain around Hawaiian here. Hawaiian barbecue. Like, it's yeah. a Hawaiian barbecue yes. type of food thing. Yeah. I had, when I, had I was an before. RA, when I was an RA at George Fox University, there were, uh, there's a, a good amount of Hawaiians on campus because, mm. like, Oregon and Hawaii, I guess it's, like, kind of close-ish, like, to come over, but... There was, like, a good amount of Hawaiians on campus, and I had some Hawaiian residents, and they always had Spam in their dorm rooms, and I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, why a, do you have Spam? It's, like, a really popular thing there. I was like, that's cool, and they would just, like, eat it. I, like, oh. I always thought, like, Spam was extinct after, like, World War II. war. Yeah, and that's <laughs> where it came <laughs> to be, is yeah. the war. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I yeah. So it's cheap and... I forget why it became really popular in Hawaii, but something about that. Because of the war. Yeah. Because they had a lot of soldiers. Mm. I think. I think. I think so. That makes sense. Yeah, the bases that are. Yeah. Well, so why is this year different and why might we feel root bound? (laughs) We're trying to tie in the whole root bound situation. I mean, with COVID, COVID, (laughs) this, this year, I mean, yeah, COVID has 
made us completely root-bound, and there have been a lot of hard decisions around the holidays, like, Mm -hmm. going home and visiting families, and, like, yeah, yeah, travel restrictions, especially for, like, Los Angeles, they don't want you to travel, and actually, if you're coming back into L.A., you have to fill out a form that says, like, you will quarantine for 14 days, even, like, within the states, and if you don't fill out that form, it's, like, a $500- um, Wait, really? Fee. Yeah. I, I just researched this. Because I bought a flight to go to Minnesota, and I, I am one of those people who will be flying mm-hmm. for the holidays. Yeah, me too. It was a hard decision, but I think in the end it, like, makes the most sense. Thankfully, my family is in, like, a very remote part mm-hmm. of the country. Like, I'm going to the... The middle of nowhere. I'm, like, going to the airport, and then immediately, like, driving five hours north. Like, I'm not... Do they give you that form, like, when you arrive from another country and they give you the customs form, is it, like, going to be on the airplane that they give you that form? I wonder, like, because I'm I'm not sure, like, how do you get access to this so that you do it so you don't, like, forget and then get fined $500. Mm -hmm. Well, when you fly into the country, if you've been traveling from another country and there's, like, goods at that country that you're not supposed to bring to America, sans covid there's a form that they yeah. pass out to everyone that's like, I did not bring anything from this other country to so my country. Even so maybe if you're they'll give it to you. Domestically, they'll give it to you in the f- yeah. plane. Maybe, yeah. They, that's how they do the customs uh, things in the plane. So you'll probably get the form before you land. In the plane. What? Yeah. So that was something that's new. Crazy. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because I was even concerned that they would like shut down all flight in general, would be cut like shut down or like more expensive to discourage flying weren't domestic flights down for a little while honestly i feel like it changes so much it's so hard to know what actually happened i know yeah yeah so it's been a blur but yeah still gonna travel it just seems weird to not might be a little controversial <laughs> if true. I and am. That, I mean, that's kind of the thing, like, people joke, like, I see it online and stuff, people joke about, oh, gotta, like, without COVID in mind, oh, going home for the, the holidays and grandma's gonna ask me why I'm still single and they're gonna <laughs> pester me about politics or my opinions, moving to the city, like, all that stuff, you know, and now with COVID, it's like, I, I just saw it on SNL. They were, like, joking about people who decide that they don't want to go home for the holidays. Because oh, the conversation. And it's yeah. the conversation with the parents who are like, okay, you don't love me anymore, blah, 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 you know, all oh, that stuff. Yeah. And yeah. it's all this, like, stress and pressure. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, at the end of the day, if someone is not going to see you for the holidays, they have your best interest in mind. They want to protect you. And if someone is going to see you for the holidays... They also have your best interest in mind, and they know that it's a, mm-hmm. a risk between the two of you mm-hmm. as far as COVID goes. Yeah. So, I mean... Like, we've been practicing all the safety measures, like quarantining. We've mm-hmm. hardly ever seen anyone except for sometimes co-workers mm-hmm. who are regularly tested. I mean, Yelena, you just had oh a rapid gosh. test the other day. I've been tested... <laughs> I mean, you've been tested way more, but I feel like I've been tested so much <laughs> so lately. Initially, yeah. like, in Los Angeles, we do have access to, like really a quick of tests. testing mm-hmm. so if we want to travel i feel like it's a little easier for us because we can know yeah. for mm-hmm. sure like within like I'm an good. hour yeah mm-hmm. like to go um yeah. of course like actually at the airports it's a little iffy but like you know 
double mask. I don't know. Wear <laughs> double a, mask. The, get in some wash your hands. Spray. Yeah. Wash your hands. Like even in the flights, there's like social distancing. Like they try not to. There's like a seat between you or whatever on mm-hmm. some flights. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. Uh, this whole thing is not going to keep me from, like, I moved to L.A. to pursue art and to pursue film and, like, my dreams and all the things that I want to grow and be good at and mm-hmm. my career. That's why I came to L.A. And also because I'm sorry, Oregon, I can't handle nine months of rain. Like, I have weather <laughs> depression. It's it's a real thing. Like, I need the sunshine. But I specifically came to L.A. for film. And so seeing my family who lives in Oregon, my sister lives in Chicago mostly, but, like, see my family who actually lives in Oregon, my sister comes home for the holidays, I only get to see them once a year or sometimes twice a year if I'm lucky, and that's not a life I want to live all the time. I want to be able to be able to see them more and mm-hmm. and go on adventures with them, and COVID isn't going to stop me from seeing my family. Like, life is short and things mm-hmm. happen, and you never know, especially in a time like this. You have to kind of take risks to truly be with the people that you love and if that means COVID I guess it means COVID but I'm not saying risk COVID for the sake of the whole world but it's like if this is something that's super super important to you take the proper precautions get Mm -hmm. the tests Mm -hmm. wear the mask I mean don't be stupid about it like do the work to go see your family safely Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if you have to drive like do what you gotta do Yeah. yeah yeah but like and I, and I do respect the people who are also like wanting to stay home. Like I, mm-hmm. I get it. I think that is ultimately like the safest option. But like, there are ways to see your family and, and be safe. Be safe. Just like get tested. Have let them get tested. Make sure your parents aren't inviting Billy Bob and Josephine <laughs> over for yeah. like the nightly, you know. Cocktail hour, cocktail whatever it is, yeah, yeah, and watching the game, you know. Yeah. But like, you know, just be, just be, be mindful, be, yeah. be mindful, because be mindful. And when you return, I mean, I, that's something that I'm gonna do too. Is like uh, returning and all that stuff. Just like make sure all bases are yeah, covered. Return. Like get a test right. Have a test scheduled. Mm-hmm. Like right when I get back, just to make sure no one needs to worry about anything. Like. We will get through this. <sighs> this yeah. is a time that no one has gone through ever. It ends in March. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, yes. we're marching out of 20. One year. We're marching out of 20. the coronavirus yeah. and into 2021. Yeah. It's hard, though. I mean, I, I get it no matter what your decision is yeah. for the holidays. So then how does this year look a little different because of the restrictions with COVID? Like, tradition-wise and, like... Yeah, my family likes to go. Um, and I have, you won't probably be having the Christmas service. No, there won't be a Christmas service. There might be like an online New Year's Eve service, but sure. there there won't be. We won't go to church. My grandparents, who mm-hmm. I only see once a year, they're in Washington, and they won't be coming. Mm-hmm. My grandma was so sweet. She like asked me what I wanted for Christmas, and she's like, "I'm gonna send it to your LA address, so you don't have to worry about shipping." Aww. So she like sent my Christmas present here Cute. instead of like yeah. up to my parents. So I don't have to worry about putting it in a suitcase and just stuff like that. You know, people being really kind. But I don't get to see my grandparents, which yeah. is really rough because I only see them once a year. And then we also we have this funky tradition. Uh, we go see Christmas lights. We drive around and look at lights. If we complain too much about not being able to open presents on Christmas Eve, <laughs> uh, Christmas Eve, my dad makes us get in the car and then we go stare at Christmas lights all, all, all night. We so. could probably still do that. Yeah, we yeah. could probably still do that. Stay in the car. Actually, that's the thing is like 
with Halloween too. Mm-hmm. They did those like drive-in mm-hmm. events where yeah. you can be in your car with your house. LA has a bunch of Christmas yeah. drive-through events. Yeah. yeah. I haven't been to any. Yeah. They seem but cool. So there's still the options. Like just take on the options. Yeah. yeah. Accept it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely not seeing as much family this year. Mm-hmm. But soon. Soon. Yeah. Gotta do the best we can. Yep. Yeah. Good time. <laughs> well. How are we doing on time? Have we talked for long enough? Long enough. Oh my gosh, we've gone over an hour. Are you? Well, hour it's a Christmas episode. It's a, it's a Christmas episode. <laughs> a little extra. Yeah. Anything else to say, Yolanda? Christmas? Um, Jesus? Jesus. Christmas Born. is about Jesus. Christmas day, Christmas day in the morning. Favorite Christmas song? Little Drummer Boy. Oh, yeah. I mean, the Justice... Justice? The Justin Bieber Christmas album will forever be a favorite of mine. Yes, that's true. But we can appreciate Luther Vandross, the classics, Frank Sinatra. I mean, can we Mariah also Carey. love, like, Trans-Siberian Orchestra? Exactly. Manheim Roller. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nutcracker. Oh, it's a jam. Jam. Yeah. You know, always the sugar. To the Me too. I have a friend who does it every single year. Wow. Isn't it like Dance of the Sugar Plums? It's like yes. banging. <laughs> it's a banger. It's a banger. <laughs> so Dance good. of the Sugar Plum Fairy. Yeah. From Swan yeah. Lake, right? Oh, from the Or from the Nutcracker. Oh, sorry. Oh. Swan Lake has a different one. Yeah. Also, the Barbie, Swan Lake, and Nutcracker <gasps> are so good. Wait, what? <laughs> okay, <laughs> I watched those as a kid. I watched those as Swan a kid. Swan Lake was my favorite. Swan Lake. I've never the, seen them. It's like, we should watch it. Okay, I okay, had, let's do it. I had Barbie this, like, movies. bar. I think we gave it to my cousins or something, but I had, like, a bar and a little mat that was, like, first position, second position, third position, like, ballet positions, mm-hmm. and there's a video that played, and there was, like, a Christmas, like, Swan Lake like episode whatever and it's so fun because they're like plie this shape like they like do Aww. the whole thing it's so fun oh now it's, it's oh happening. you're playing it no i just wanted to show you dance wow these graphics are awful <laughs> <laughs> early 2000s what hilarious. up anyway i've heard we'll, of we'll, it we'll watch it after yeah can we watch it we'll we'll put it in the show notes uh, <laughs> all right this is fun yeah totally so what yeah, is everyone Christmas. getting each other for I'm not telling you. I'm not oh, telling you. Okay, fine. Surprises. All right. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. If you love podcasts and believe they'll save the world just like we do, please subscribe and give us a review wherever you get your pods. You can find us on Instagram at the Rootbound Podcast and subscribe to our Patreon to get exclusive content like the video recordings of our episodes, which we call Plant POV. You can also write us on socials or at therootboundpodcast at gmail.com to ask us questions or to give us plant advice. Yeah, and at the end of the day, we're just plant enthusiasts and we're learning just like y'all, so tips and tricks are always welcome. Don't forget to check out our website, therootboundpodcast.com which has our episode show notes. In the show notes, we include topics discussed in the episode like the featured plant, tips and tricks, and links to our favorite resources. We also list the recipe for each episode's cocktail that Emma creates. That way you can drink along with us. Drink responsibly, of course. (laughs) 
You can also find us individually. I'm at Emma R. Lead on social platforms. Where can we find you, Samara? You can find me on Instagram at Samara underscore Elke 9. And Yelena? You can find me on all socials at Yelena Ivy. Thank you for listening. Cheers! Cheers.